meet deadlines. But that journey taught me that rather than saying, oh my God, now I can't really walk a mile or I couldn't breathe or I was on support. I said, be grateful I'm alive. Thank God I'm alive. And you just have to wrap on to what is given to you. Hello, everybody, and I'd like to welcome you all to the first episode of the Warrior Queen Project podcast. Uh, my name is Joe Kenny. I am a content producer here on the Warrior Queen Project team, and joining me today is the founder of the Warrior Queen Project, director, producer of the film Warrior Queen of Jhansi, Swati Bise. Hello, Joe, and thank you for inviting me onto the podcast. Yes, I uh, was very proud to be able to share the story with the world of the warrior queen of Chasi, a legendary queen born in 1828 mm -hmm. in India, and her true story of the first war of independence that she fought against the East India Company and the British, and uh, was the catalyst to the independence of India in 1947. It's a wonderful tale, and, and if you haven't seen the film, I highly recommend it. It's, it's on Amazon, it's on Hulu, check it out. Um, really great historical fight, historical drama. There, there's so much to that to un unpack. Um, but we are here today to talk about something that came out of the film, right? The Warrior Queen Project. Um, this is, this is a, a foundation, a project that we are just starting to form. Um, we should really be putting it into gear in 2022, which is super exciting. Um, but we're here to talk about what that is today, right? Uh, so I guess the first question to you um, Mrs. Bisay, would be to, what is a warrior queen? What does that mean to you in, in this modern world? Well, this was a very interesting project because it didn't come about in four years, even though the film took, you know, research and pre-positioning uh, of how it should be made, how it was the first film about a, a brown American Indian actor in Hollywood as the lead. Hmm. And as a warrior and a true story, not something which is out of a comic book mm -hmm. or um, a true real life Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to share this story because it lets other young women know you have options. Look at this woman who did something amazing and left 193 years later, later a legacy without any kind of social media. Absolutely. And if that is what resonated with me. And I said, it's her story that I need to tell, not just to tell her story, or to make it a patriotic, her story, how great she alone is, to tell every young girl in every country, do you think you could share something of your own? You have some quality of this warrior queen in you, because she wasn't wealthy, but she became a queen. She didn't have money, she didn't have a mother. She didn't have so many things that you can always say, oh, I didn't have this, but she had something. And if she could, within that, be a mother, a daughter, a sister, friend, but never forgot the flame within her, mm -hmm. which is the warrior, the fighter, saying, I must, who am I? I may be all these other roles that I play. And she reminded me of the very image of, you know, the, the fiery goddess that we celebrate in India, is the very power of the woman. How do you show her with all these weapons? So it's not just weapons. She weaponized herself 
and she said, what are my dreams? What are my channels? Where do I share with people that I can have kindness and empathy and focus and determination? But don't mess with me, I'll destroy everyone. She <laughs> rides on a tiger into the battlefield. But that is all the analogy that the battlefield of life. Hmm. We all get out right from subways. And today's modern woman, between being a mother, the career, the boss, the child at home, you know, the husband, juggling, juggling, burnt out, burning herself out, and going for counseling, coaching, therapy. But how about sitting still for a minute and saying, who am I? Mm -hmm. Why should I let the world dictate to me? I am a warrior. Let me find that spirit in me. Let me put it down and let me do it at my pace. I won't let anyone dictate to me that, well, you can't do this, someone else does it. Mm -hmm. No, I can't. I need support of other women. I need to hear their stories and I will rise and we will rise together. It's wonderful. It's very empowering. And, and I really like how you compare it to a Marvel film because the, the story is heroic. She is a hero, right? She follows those tropes. However, because it is historical um, and because of the other surrounding circumstances, there's so much more that's tangible. It's grounded. As you said, it's not a comic book. This is a story. And, and when we look at that from the human perspective, we're like, that's not as far as Iron Man. You know, we don't have to suspend our disbelief right. to find the warrior or the warrior queen of John C. or Absolutely. however you want to say it. And that's really wonderful. And that, I think that's what we're definitely trying to do here is inspire Absolutely. that spirit. And, and, you know, I realized when I made the film that along the way I learned how many warrior queens there were. Along the way I learned that this is really something we should use as a toolkit for the world that this is, her story is inspiring others because when we showed the film um, at the Asia Society in New York for one of its premieres, everyone who stood up there and gave a standing ovation, there were amazing people there, but one of the comments I heard everywhere saying, she's not Indian, she belongs to the world. Mm -hmm. She is one of us. And that's the point is that we today are in a global world. It's not about an American, someone from Africa, someone from India. We're humans first. And we share all the same passions, the desires, the same interests. It may be different economic situations, historical, political, but there is no change in what every woman should want, mm. would want, and should desire as the end goal. So when the audience said she belongs to us, it reminded me of a line I had in the film which said, she's not just a woman, she is an idea. Right. And that is what it is, that you're larger than the individual self. Today, in today's world, where you say, I'm transgender, I am a them, I'm a they, I'm all of these. Well, along with that, you are the spirit of the warrior. And you make yourself, who's a queen? I'm a queen in my own house. I make my own rules. Every woman does that. Mm. So you're a queen in this world. You tell yourself, I'm a queen. Who dictates and tells me I'm not a queen? I'm great, and I'm a queen, and I like who I am. And if you don't like who I am, tough luck. Suck it up. <laughs> I like who I am. I go to bed and tell myself, I like me. Exactly. And no public perception should make you decide your self-worth. So that is one of the traits of a warrior queen, is assessing the battlefield, what she's up against, having a structured plan, reaching out for help, talking about their own fears without any fear. 
Like, with confidence. And being able to say, yeah, it's okay to fail. I wasn't born perfect, but I am perfect in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to have a, a understanding of what the scenario is, but never let anyone dictate who you are or how they see you because it's their conviction and it's not who you are. As long as you look in the mirror and tell yourself, I am okay to go to bed tonight. I have done things that I want to follow a path. I don't want to hurt anyone deliberately. If I have my mistake, you know, you're open to saying, well, that was not the intent. The, the language has changed. So one must understand when someone says something, they may not mean it exactly. Of course. And have the empathy to understand, to find out for yourself, not to second double take and say, well, everything around me must be negative. Create your own toxic environment outside and say, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. I have no more toxicity around me, not within me. I am positive and I'm going to radiate this positiveness around me. And it's 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 hard. I mean, you say, Very oh, difficult. my God, you know, somebody has one leg. It's hard to be positive. But I honestly feel one has to say, thank God I didn't lose the second one. Yeah. And... With the film, you know, the journey was difficult. One had to have its ups and downs. And, you know, you really realized how you needed other warrior queens around you. And a lot of men who helped me. And, um, you know, and you have to rise to that. But along the way, you know, I got something like a COVID, which was swine flu and, you know, collapsed on the last day of the shoot and was, you know, airborne to NYU and was on life support there. That journey taught me that rather than saying, oh my God, now I can't really walk a mile or I couldn't breathe or I was on support. I said, be grateful I'm alive. <laughs> Thank God I'm alive. And, and you just have to grab yeah. onto what is given to you. You know, nobody has a perfect life. Right. So the whole point of a learning is someone else's life looks perfect, but it is the perception. You have to just keep telling yourself, I am glad that I have this. You lose something, you say, but I still have this. Hmm. And that is the only way to deal with the positivity to make you a warrior queen. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's such perseverance in, in your story. There's um, a lot of confidence. And I think confidence is underplayed a lot because all of what you've said, all of that, that empowerment that we're trying to say, that going to bed where I like me, attaining that confidence can go for miles. Because then you wake up the next day and you're like, you know what? I'm going to try that thing that I couldn't do, but I'm going to try it. And if I fail, I fail. But you have to be confident in trying it if you're really going to try to succeed. And it's such a a worldly concept, a global concept that we can pull from this story and we can bring to this this project, this podcast, and and consider going forward. And Um, that's the whole point that we want the Warrior Queen project when it takes off, that other women sharing their stories, telling their stories, some just reading and listening and saying, I'm not ready, but still taking comfort that... I'm not alone. I'm not the only one who feels nervous or scared or have, you know, thoughts of depression. Mm -hmm. And yet saying, I am a warrior queen. I can do this. Maybe in six months, maybe in a year. Having the courage to share their stories. And once they are in that, you have this large community. You share the toolkits. You watch the film and it inspires you. And you reach out to others and form groups within your community of telling your stories and helping each other, raising funds for whatever is important to each of us. 
you know, whether it's rape victims in Asia, rape victims here, you know, women who are abused, women who cannot reach out and get to the, the political position they want because they haven't had the know-how till then, support through the arts, support through film telling stories about other women in many other cultures. I grew up in India and I genuinely was fortunate to be in a home where everything was, the word allowed feels strange because they considered the fact that I'm born and I can breathe, then I have a right to do anything. So when I had interactions sometimes would say that you're allowed to do this, you're allowed, I never understood the meaning of the word allowed mm. or that that my brother wouldn't get more rights than me. No, it was equal. But even in educated homes, I've seen where the boy is given more exposure, more education, more um, empathy that, oh, well, you know, he's a guy. Well, the girl has to be in the kitchen and she has to learn that because the guy doesn't need to know any of that. Today's modern society, we have to teach men how, as young men, little boys, how to interact with women, how to interact with girls, saying, if you're playing with a young girl, how do you play with her? Equal rights. You know, you don't say, well, I do this, you play with a doll and I play with the blocks. Hmm. It starts from pre-nursery to kindergarten to saying from what colors you like, that it's okay for a guy to go out and say, I love lavender, I love pink. Why should I wear blue? It's completely okay. So we have to change all of that because those are the subtle things that prevent all humans from saying, I am complete, I'm full. I don't have to walk into a room and, you know, just be macho. Men don't have to cry. Of course they have to cry because that's normal. That is a human emotion. Otherwise, you're a robot or a computer. And that's the same way the women are told that you're not less of a warrior queen because you cry. It's okay to cry. You can cry in front of people. But then you say, you know what? I'm done with crying. I'm just going to try and fix this problem. That's where, you know, where I felt her story resonated that she had a young child. I mean, she miscarried, she lost her children. She had a child who died. She said, hey, let me adopt a child. There was always a solution. You know, the, right. I'm being attacked. Let me go into the battlefield. Okay, I'll save my son. It's okay, I'll die. Maybe I'll die and I'll leave a message behind. She wasn't dying to die. I mean, you know, she said, this is the cause. This is what I have to do. And in that indomitable courage and spirit is what I admire and mm. what we all have to hunt when the chips are down. And they'll be down for everyone. There is no person who can say, I'm going to coast. I've had a perfect life. You're going to go through hell where if there is no hiccup along the way, major, right? that's not a life lived. No, there has to be challenges too. And right? there will. And we have to overcome them. Fears are not something which should be part of any warrior queen. We want all RP women, men, everyone to come together and say, we understand if she's being a warrior queen, let me help her be a warrior queen. How do I help her? It's not just about me. Hmm. It's about everyone else. Absolutely. Because we all become healthier when the society and community around us is healthy. And if you constantly are being judged because society has its norms, <laughs> Some succumb and say, I can't deal with this. Someone like me, I said, hey, I'm perfect as I am. You don't like me, I do. And I would say, I, I used to joke saying, mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> and I said, I'm just going to say that to myself because I don't need someone else to decide or say, let's put someone down <laughs> because that's not part of the agenda. 
It's like a horse with blinkers. You just go forward just, saying, that's my goal. Yep. That's where I'm going. You're steadfast. And anyone else saying something, it's their weakness coming through, not yours. So fly and soar and give yourself the, the wings to fly. Don't wait for someone because no one else is going to be doing it for you. It's when they see you fly, they will come along to fly. Of course, and you're setting an example, right? You're, you're blazing the trail. And, and in this conversation, um, I think there's nothing more clear than your passion behind this project. And I think that's very good for our listeners to hear. To, this is coming from a very honest place. It's coming from a very real place for you. And a, a place that's littered with experiences and stories along the way. Many of you shared already with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I think you've kind of answered my second question. My question was, why now? Why in this moment, not just in the modern day, but isolated to this moment, why do you really see a purpose for the Warrior Queen Project? And if you want to elaborate on that a little more. Yes, because I think education is one of the key cornerstones of young girls, women, to have opportunities and to have economic independence. And when you have economic independence for yourself, you're no longer relying, you know, on a father figure or a husband figure. So they're able to make these choices and women have to realize that they're not second-class citizens anymore. And in today's political arena, with the world changing, with we've gone through not just a pandemic where all rules have been changed. You know, before that in America, we've had uh, administration that was a very divisive kind of force where you're being told that, you know, only a certain way people are the right way and a certain way of looking at life is the only right way. We need to understand we are no longer in the dinosaur period. Everyone, please, if you're really educated, tolerance is key. You know, the words of Martin Luther King, they resonate with me, which says, you know, be the change that you want. So stop whining, everyone, is what I feel like saying. And stop saying this doesn't work, that doesn't, then make the change. Mm. You're the one getting people in power. You're the one who's saying you have a problem, you don't speak about it. And you say, well, I've solved my problem, let me move out of it. Why do I want problems? I said, no. Every time you say it, the next person in line will have help. Mm. Don't keep quiet, just share it. You know, everyone's like scared of repercussions. Why? So when everyone speaks about it, you know, like the Me Too movement was so important. But before it came about, what were the women doing and what were the men doing? It's not like no one knew about it. And during our filming, it was before the Me Too movement, during the filming. And I remember on my set, four young women came to me and complained about one of the the men. I threw him off my set in a nanosecond publicly and humiliated him. But the point is, Why did I do it? Because I was so enraged. And the girls did say to me that we're so low on the totem pole. And you took on a co-producer's assistant. And for me, it didn't matter. It was the point. Hmm. That made me realize when the Me Too movement came about a year later, what were all these people doing in Hollywood? Did they not know? Or are they so self-centered that they did not want to make the change? And that kind of bothered me when I, you know, heard about all the Weinsteins and the Epsteins and, you know, sponsored by Vanity Fair and Vogue and whatnot. We create these monsters. Absolutely. And when we create them, every generation races to worship them. 
Well, someone has to step back and say, what is behind all this? Do I want to be in this rat race? Or do I want to be true to myself? Because everyone has to drop dead one day. Of course. And then <laughs> what do you do after you drop dead? Wherever you go, whatever. Have you lived your life truly? And is money the only way that you say you've had success? I don't agree. That's why artists are important. Art is important. Education, free thinking. And if that disappears, everything else goes. What you're saying brings me right back to what we said earlier, which was about the Rani's legacy. And there are multiple ways to leave a legacy. You said it's not only about money. You can influence people in a million different ways. Um, and I think that is what we're trying to do here, right? Absolutely. We're, we're trying to provide a platform yes. uh, for those who maybe are facing the problem in front of them is, I don't have an outlet. And if that's the problem, well, let's step back and let's help them solve that, right? Yes. That's one less say, roadblock. And also to say that, as I say, everyone's been through it. I came to this country at the age of 23. It was a different time. We didn't have internet. Everyone has faced problems. So I want to share that even this generation have empathy for the earlier generation. Don't judge them by your today's standards, that they were struggling. They were making sure that you got to Yale, you got your education. And so rather than saying, I have problems with my parents or they didn't have you know, access to it, so I didn't get access, they possibly have done their best. So always try to put yourself in someone else's shoes and wonder what it would have been in that time, that era, that period, my grandmother's era, and then appreciate what they must have done. Mm. And take that story and learn to empower yourself. Because without learning the past, you cannot go to the future. It's the history of the past that holds us strong to move ahead and even have breakthrough new ideas. It's like saying you can only do jazz and modern music once you know the traditions and the traditional music. It's always a takeoff, right. but a takeoff has to be from knowing the base. Right. And that's really key to understanding the Warrior Queen project that bringing together women from all walks of life, sharing their stories, helping them through us, and having them take the platform and saying, hear me, I'm a voice. It's not just about someone else's voice. Everyone here has a voice. And we want to share that on our platforms and tell their stories. And maybe if some have such great stories, help them make it into a film, into a theater, and share it with the world to create another warrior queen like the Rani of Chelsea. And that, that's a beautiful message. I mean, there are no bounds, right? Anything can go anywhere. Absolutely. And I think that's a very beautiful way to start wrapping up our first episode here. But before we do, I wanted to talk about what we're looking to go forward on this podcast and do. So this first episode is myself speaking to you, Mrs. Visay. But um, going forward, we're looking to have other women come on, Absolutely. interview them, tell their stories, and share those with the world. Because I think yours have impacted me already. We've only known each other for a few months. But yes. I will remember these very specific and intimate stories you've told me. And that goes... For a lot of different people out there, hearing just that one thing could light a spark that could carry that person down a whole different life path that maybe they wouldn't have. You know, there the little changes have big impacts. I hope so because I have had so many wonderful people in my life that impacted me, and it was not always somebody who was powerful or influencer. It was sometimes a gardener. It was a shop girl. Something they have said. 
has resonated and I've come away and thought and saying, I've had so much. What would she have been had she half of what I had or 1%? And so I have been over the years helping individuals. And why I say individuals, it takes a lot of time to help one individual reach a path uh, and, and really coach them by yourself. But this Warrior Queen project, hopefully, I want to be able to reach as many people and make it much more connected and not just me helping them, their stories are going to help me. It's always been a two-way street for me that when I've taught at hundreds of colleges and schools and gone in doing curriculum and arts programs and worked with different, you know, unwed mothers, teen pregnancies, the works. I used to wonder, why am I doing all this? And then I realized I've actually learned. I was, a, I was teaching them, but their stories taught me. And I kept saying, there's every story is so different. No two stories match. And that was a stunning discovery. I really feel it's important that we are able to voice and give a voice to our innermost feelings without being always politically correct, nervous of speaking. What will someone think of me? Don't care about what someone thinks. They'll have another... Twitter thing to go to tomorrow. Just stay with yourself, be true to yourself, and let life really embrace you rather than just you embracing life. Life will embrace you. Its destiny is sometimes, you know, you literally, it's a lot of trouble, but you have to say, I'm going to change this. I can change it. I am a warrior, and I will fight that battle and come out bloody on the other side, but I'm going to try and win. <laughs> Really, really great words of inspiration from you, Mrs. Bisay, and I hope that tells our listeners here what they can expect and, and the, the type of stories that we really, really want to share with the world um, and a platform that we are providing along the way. So that will be our time for today. Thank you so much, Joe. You've oh, been thank amazing. you. Thank you. This has really been a great time, and to all of our listeners, be on the lookout for what's to come. We will see you next time. Warrior Queens. Warrior Queens.